We are starting, Beis Hashem, a brand new topic today, very, very exciting, in our series on Benodon Chaveir. And that is a very, very important, as is every topic that we discuss, but obviously my job is, at the beginning of each topic, to say, this is the worst one, right? I can't say, like, well, that one's worse, but this one's okay. No, this is the worst of all, right? That's the job in each one. So, this is, like, really bad, okay? This is really, really bad, and... Um, this is very much in order in what we're discussing. We've been discussing being done the Kavschos. We've been discussing hating people and a nurse to Vorim. So a lot of that goes into today's sugya. And that is the sugya of embarrassing somebody else. It is a sugya that unfortunately we are too familiar with. Many of us unfortunately uh, may even do this without even realizing it. We embarrass somebody else and we just walk off without even realizing we embarrass someone. And that's really, really bad. Now, why is it bad? It's bad for two reasons. Number one, because you just embarrass somebody and you didn't even realize it. And then probably the guy you embarrassed hops that you didn't even care about it because you didn't even realize. And the second reason it's really bad is because you're not really doing tshuva, right? Because you didn't, I didn't do anything wrong. The guy's upset with you for 16 years and finally you make up with him. You're like, can I, can I ask you a question? 16 years ago, what did I do wrong to you? You, know, you embarrassed me. You're like, what? I don't remember that, you know? We do things sometimes, we've said this so many times, but it's so true with the Nadam We just do things without even thinking, without contemplating, without knowing. And it's important, that's why what we're discussing in this series is so important because hopefully you'll gain appreciation and hopefully you'll work on yourself and become better people. But even if none of that happens, even if none of that happens, it's worth it to come in, to listen to the shit, just to appreciate this could happen and be aware of it. Even if you don't manage to always fix the problem, right? Or even if sometimes you manage or you try to manage, okay? So let me give you a couple of stories before we start because, you know, I like stories and um, it's Kavaldic. So I want to tell you, Mordecai Maisa, listen to this. In Salant, famous Salant, there were two cobblers, okay? One of them, right, um, all of a sudden had a very big change of fortune. And he became very, very wealthy. Whatever happened, he did some business deal and boom, it worked. And he got Siyat and unbelievable, the Rebunshah blessed him with a tremendous amount of wealth. Now the other one remained a cobbler. And he was poor and he was upset and whatever it was. Now the wealthy former cobbler became a very big respected member of the community. And his children became engaged to other respected and wealthy members of the community. Now at a wedding for one of his children, at the wedding for one of his kids that he had... Um, he was standing under the hopper. This was the wealthy former cobbler. Standing there, all proud, look at me, wealthy guy, respected member of the community, all hush of people over here, waiting for one of my kids. Wow, unbelievable. On walks onto the hopper, the cobbler, who's still a cobbler, right, who's bitter and upset how his friend managed and got his fortune and he's still left as a cobbler. And he walks up to the hopper and he shouts in front of everyone, my shoes are torn, how much are you going to charge to fix them? And the rich man was so embarrassed that he collapsed and he died on the spot. Okay? Rabbi Saul Salanta was at the wedding. Rabbi Saul Salanta was at the wedding. When he saw this, he decided, I have to start a Musa movement. So we're all familiar with the idea that Rabbi Saul Salanta started Musa in the world. And he started this idea that we have to learn Musa. Where did it come from? We just learned. It came from one act of one person who embarrassed somebody so badly that he caused him to die. Now, we don't have to go to such an extreme example, but often we could do things, and can you imagine that person, he was bitter, he was upset, but he wanted up, and he upset him in a really, really bad way. Rabbeinu Yonah tells us, we learned this in the Sunday night share as well, show of him, that there are obvious and there are told us. 
right? The obvious melachas on Shabbos are the melachas that are exactly like it was done in the Mishkan. The toldos are like the offspring. They're like similar to that which was done in the Mishkan. Okay? Ovos and toldos. They're both da'araisa. They're both an isa min ha-toyah. Okay? Says Rabbi Yoyna, the three cardinal sins, the three averas which are yorig valyava, which you have to kill yourself before you get involved in, are what? Killing somebody else, Rahman al-Islam, avoid the Zorah, and Gilearais. Those are the three big Averas that you have to allow yourself to be killed before you do those three Averas. Rabbeinu Yonah says, we mentioned Sunday night, that just like they have Avos, and that's the Avos, killing someone and, you know, uh, uh, Gilearais and avoid the Zorah, whatever that may be, that's the Avos, and it's also the Toldos. What is the Toldos of killing someone? And killing someone, and the Av is literally killing him, Rahman al-Itzlan, is killing him mamish physically. And then there's a tolda. The tolda means it's similar, but carries the same weight as the of. And that is embarrassing someone. So Zerbeinu Yonah, when you embarrass someone, it's Yorig Valyavo. Right? You have to basically allow yourself to be killed before you embarrass someone. Now, again, we're not going to do that Allah Hanamaisa, but Rebbeinu Yonah does pask in this way, which means a contra Rebbeinu Yonah. Just listen, just again, let's just try to get things into perspective. I don't want to paint a very bleak picture in the world, but let's, sometimes we have to talk, talk Lamaisa. Okay? Imagine, somebody puts a gun to your head and says... Mr. George, could you please embarrass that guy or I will shoot you? So most people think, oh, I'm only embarrassing him. I'll say sorry after. It's not true. You have to allow yourself to be killed before you embarrass him. Why? Because when you embarrass somebody, the blood leaves his face, the redness leaves his face. He becomes as white as a dead man. And therefore, as says Rabbeinu Yoni, it means Be'etzim, it's a Gemara in Ksubis, by the way, Samach Zayin, number base, that it, we learned this, by the way, for the Torah also, that it's better to throw yourself into a furnace of fire rather than allow yourself to embarrass somebody else. It's comparable to murder. We're talking about murdering someone over here. We're talking about one of the worst things possible. Everything we've been discussing until now is bad. This is murder. This is the worst it gets. Okay? Again, I don't like to paint a negative, bleak picture of the world, but sometimes we just need to talk it the way it is. When you embarrass somebody else, and people do this, not you guys, but people do this, in the dining room, in the base medrash, in the bedroom, wherever it may be, you embarrass somebody else, you're not even thinking a big deal, he knows I'm joking, yeah, but he got embarrassed, in the meantime, you know? Um, Chazal tell us another very, very serious statement, which again, uh, you know, we, we would never say this, but Chazal tell us the, the Rambam Paskas this way, and we'll, I'll show it to you inside in a moment, and that is a person that embarrasses somebody else, but Rabbim in public, you have lost your portion in the world to come. Now that's really bad. You're talking about an Avera that is looked upon as like big deal, but yet it can forfeit everything you've worked for? That's pretty, pretty bad, okay? The Heilige Zaya Kudish, the Heilige Shimei tells us that there was a Talmud Chacham who was very young and he died at a young age and he was brought to Shemaim and the Malachim stopped him from entering into Shemaim into the Yeshiva Shalmaila why? because of all of his Averas now even though he knew what was his Avera he knew that his Rebbe would not be able to answer his questions he was a brilliant Talmud Chacham a very clever fellow but he knew however good his Rebbe was he would never manage to answer his good questions. But he asked him anyway and he embarrassed his Rebbe Barabim because his Rebbe wasn't able to answer the questions and obviously his Rebbe got embarrassed by it. The Rosh Hashiva of the Yeshiva Shalmaila told his Talmud Chacham if he would 
do certain things, whenever he would be able to get back in, and he was, was able to get back in eventually. But the idea was, the Malachim stopped him, says the Zoya, from coming into the Yeshiva Shalmaila, even there was a massive Talmud Chacham, because he embarrassed his Rebbe, because he embarrassed somebody else. And that's a terrible, terrible thing that a person has to realize. There's a famous Maisa, we all know this Maisa. Somebody was sitting once on the table of the Heidegger of Kivega. You can imagine sitting at the table of Kivega. Wow. You know, sitting in front of Kivega. Like, hello, you know, it's unbelievable. And somebody by mistake spilt a cup of wine on the freshly white, clean tablecloth without even thinking. Without even thinking, Kivega knocked over his one. It didn't take him more than a second to realize. And then he did that. He was, oh, then he said, ooh. There's obviously a bump on the table or something. There's obviously like a even, like it's obviously not, it's like obviously a bit, you know, one, whatever, you know it's not working properly. So, um, but he thought, like that, like that, to embarrass somebody else. He wanted to make sure that that person didn't feel bad. How often, by the way, does someone do something stupid and we all are the first ones to laugh, right? And also if you see everyone else laughing, you want to laugh as well because you want to be part of the guys. But do you realize that that guy, you know, he's embarrassed by it. So yes, you didn't embarrass him, but you were mishtatif, you were joined in with the embarrassing situation. And that's a terrible thing. A father once brought his son to Rav Shach Zatzal to be tested. Rav Shach was very, very into building Talmidim self-esteem and never to embarrass them. So he asked the Talmud to show him the best stuff of Gemara that he knew. He said to the boy, you know what? I'm not going to pick a Gemara. You choose the Gemara. Whatever you know best, you give it, bring it to me. The Bacha showed him the page and if Shach said, do me a favor, go over it a few more times, and come back whenever you feel ready, and then I'll test you. Okay, he didn't want to embarrass someone. He went to all those lengths to make sure that he didn't embarrass someone. And that's a very, very big Yisrael, Rabbi Isai. It's a Yisrael that we have to realize is a very, very important Yisrael. Let's begin, Rabbi Isai, by going through some of the Mekayos, and the Mitzvah Shem will go through some of the Halachas uh, tomorrow, Be'ezus Hashem, okay? So like this, we start with the Pasuk and the Torah, because everything comes from the Torah, Okay? Everything is either explicit or not explicit, right? Either it's mafurish or not mafurish, but it comes on the Torah. Pasukim vayikwe yutes yudzayin. But the Gemara says, Leisisna sachicha bilvavecha, hachich techich samasecha, vleisisa olav chait. Right? That's very, very interesting. Where do you see from there about embarrassing someone? That was the same Pasuk we used for the previous sugya, which was hating your brother in your heart. So, comes along the Gemara. Eruchin tezayin amarbeis. And the Gemara says, How do you know that if you see something terrible, disgusting in your friend, that you have an obligation to give him musa, to help him and criticize him and reprove him? So you did it and he didn't accept it. But like he didn't accept it from you. How do you know they have to keep on going and keep on trying? Keep on going. Yachol, says the Gemara, Fidu Mishnah Taim of Novav, Mishnah Ponov, I would have thought, I keep doing it, until his face changes, Talmud Loimala Sisalov Chait, at the end of the Pasuk of hating your brother, and how giving him Musa to make him better, it says, don't do an Aveira. What does that mean? Don't do an Aveira. You just told me something positive, that if my friend has something wrong with him, if there's a problem, I should give him Musa. Not once, not twice, but three, four times, as long as he'll try to accept it. And he still may accept it. Nowadays we said it's not Nagea, because we don't know how to give Musa. But in the days of Chazal, they did know how to give Musa. And the Gemara Darshans on the Pasuk, I can always do it. So why does the Pasuk say at the end, but don't do an Aveira? What Aveira? Says the Gemara in Erechen, it means the Aveira of what? 
says Rashi, upon the Mishnah, his face is changing. So Rashi, Shechenu Barabim, you do it in public, the Halbim Ponov, to him, and he gets embarrassed. And therefore, clearly Rashi is learning Pshat in the Posseg over here, that when you do this in public and his face changes, then absolutely, if you be very, very careful. Listen to this Loshna Rambam, Rabbi Yisai. And we'll finish with this for today. When you start telling off your friend, don't speak to him in a harsh way. No, if you're going to reprove him and he's going to get embarrassed, don't do it. You can't embarrass a yid, and for sure not in public. As we mentioned before, okay. And we're dealing with something very serious. The Rambam ends. Don't say something that he will be embarrassed of. That is a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. Rabbi say. We're dealing over here with something which is very sensitive, which is very, unfortunately, very negea, which could be very easily transgressed. And we're dealing with something which Chazal tell us, We're dealing with something that, as you said, it's like Shvichas Domim, it's one of the Gimel Averis Chamurus. We're dealing with something very serious. Rabbi Sai, let's be sensitive. Tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem, we're going to go through some of the Alochas, we're going to go through some of the ideas from the Chavetz Chaim in his Sefer Mitzvahs. But I'll call him before we get that, just to understand to embarrass somebody else, to put someone to shame, that someone feels embarrassed, is a horrible thing. The damage that can be done from that is unimaginable and often unchangeable also. Let's be aware of it. And the Rebbeinu will help us. This is what we ask on the Rebbeinu for everything that we're learning now. We want Siyata Dishmaya. We want to show the Rebbeinu we're doing our bit. We're trying. We're trying. It's hard. It's really, really hard. But we're trying. And then when we try, the Rebbeinu says, I see you're trying. I'm going to give it to you. Yagato Matsasa says the Gemara, Tam and the Gemara Megillah. You get Siyata Dishmaya when you try. That's what we're here to do. We're here only to try to get, a, to get uh, you know, just a bit of an awareness. And Be'ez Hashem, Be'ez Hashem, Be'ez Hashem, Be'ez Hashem, we can continue with the